love it. The views expressed on the following broadcasts do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, here are your co-hosts, Eve D., Bruce H., and the Monty Band. Eve's not with us this week, but Tony's here. Yep, yep. TJ. Hello. Tony. <laughs> the queen of the Golden Arches. Yes. <laughs> Where did you find that ditty anyways? Uh, I got that on YouTube. That was B.B. King. <laughs> I B. like King. that. B.B. King doing the old, the old, 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 yeah. old, you deserve a break today. We're talking about ego driven. You deserve a break today. <laughs> To come spend your money with us. <laughs> so so for those of you who don't know, who have never tuned into the show, this is um, The Great Reality uh, here with, uh, normally with Eve D and Bruce H and myself, but uh, Eve's in Southern California or somewhere on the planet anyway today. <laughs> and, and Tony, TJ is here with us. Uh, you were here with us Almost months, a year ago. Almost a year ago. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, sharing your experience, strength, and hope, and, mm-hmm. and and stuff, and you're quite the accomplished uh, burger flipper. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let me... and see, there's a there's a there's a there's a uh, fact to that. We actually flip our chicken. We don't flip our burgers. You don't flip your burgers. No. <laughs> yeah, you flip your chicken flipper. No, I I, I don't want to go there. I know, right? <laughs> I just thought about it after I said it. <laughs> but yes, yes. <laughs> They don't flip their burgers, but they flip their chicken. <laughs> oh, I'm so not you, nervous this time. So you guys flip the bird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love oh, that's crazy. Uh, is it, isn't that crazy? Well, well, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, it, it is few people. It, it rarely, rarely have we seen a person maintain a healthy lifestyle and work in the fast food industry because they don't usually last. The turnover rate is really high. Mm-hmm. But there are some people that are really gifted and have integrity to the point to where they make a, a career out of it and they get recognized for it. Um, and 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 well, they should. And 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 Tony's one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I know I know you're humble and everything, but I'm going to make you say it anyway. So okay. you got recognized as what? Uh, one of 25 nationally Northwest crew person of my region and that's region. 500 stores of five states and yeah. 240,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. want to break it down. And I want to tell you as somebody who managed, managed two, two fast food restaurants in the San Francisco Bay area for a number of years, this is no small feat to be able to tolerate and put up with not only upper management, but customers and employees, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, you know, you're amazing. And I, I, I just, I just, I just think for you to be able to do that. And, and I know it's been really difficult for you to, to hear about the, the minimum wage hike thing, because you've worked your tail off to get where you're at. And then you got these guys coming in, making close to what you make their first day. Mm -hmm. What? 
Yeah. Right? I, I, I'm glad it doesn't start till next year. Oh, yeah. So, but congratulations. I mean, cause thank it, you. It, uh, you know, it, it, it takes a certain kind of gifted person to be able to put up with all the stuff you've had to put up with. Yeah. You know. I, well, and I use my program. And, to, you know, I, I figure you don't know what type of day the person's having. So if I right. make them smile, laugh, or just, you know, a little smirk, you know, I yeah. did my job. Yeah. You know, I make yeah. them feel like home. So what's your favorite What's your favorite station at McDonald's? Well, we just recently changed station, and it was a 70-60 station. And I know some of those because my parents always listen to old stuff. But oh, no pun intended. I'm not saying anybody's <laughs> older. Yeah. So, but now we're up to a more um, up-to-date channel. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what it's called. It's internet radio. So. Oh yeah, and you just play it during through the mm-hmm. through the thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what's your least favorite job there? <laughs> Prep, <laughs> and everybody knows that because I did it for three and a half years every day. So yeah. once they moved me out of there, I was ex- I I did it and I did it well. But yeah. there are some days it's like. What what that core thing we were talking about before right. the show? Yeah, right. I think I think that's one of the hardest jobs. It is prep. Mm-hmm. Well, you're there really early, right? To do prep or do you... um actually prep? You come in about seven eight. When you do oh, cash okay. and everything else, you come in about five. Yeah. So yeah. But... So what 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 has been the most bizarre customer experience you've ever had? The most bizarre customer. Well, we recently had a um, and this just happened about a month ago. He was uh, a. A homeless man, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm nice to everybody. I, right. you know, I don't care where what You're the your queen background of nice. is. Yeah, You're the golden arch is nice, right? <laughs> I try to be. And then he was asking me how to get home, like for thirty minutes straight, just in different ways. Just. Yeah. And then I told him how to get home because I was just trying to figure out where he was trying to go. <laughs> yeah. Then he comes back twenty minutes later and like starts yelling at me in the lobby. I'm like, <gasps> oh no! <laughs> I'm like, um, Molly. We may need some help here. <laughs> so a homeless man trying to get home mm-hmm. blew up at you for trying to help him, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. <laughs> yeah, that was just recent, too, so that's and why it popped into my head. If I was still drinking, I'd say that was me. <laughs> that was probably me, too. I agree. Maybe you were walking in your sleep and your old self came out. Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, today today's topic or this week's topic is the power of forgiveness, um, and we're so we're going to be talking about that and, and talking about maybe some of our experiences. And uh, Bruce has got a, a little piece in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous um, where the word uh, uh, the root word for forgiveness is, is mentioned. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, I I did want to 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 state. Um, how proud I am of, of one of my sponsees, uh, whose also name is Tony, Tony H, um, who just got his year and, uh, really it, it excited for him for that. Nice. Um, so congratulations, uh, Tony uh, for that. And, and I hope everybody had a, a good, uh, resurrection day and Easter and, and fluffy bunny, uh, parties and all that kind of good stuff. Um, the power of forgiveness is uh, – some of you are listening right now probably have people. If you're anything like me, <clears throat> at least at one time in your life, maybe you've had this attitude. You do have this attitude. Are you will in the future? Well, I'm not forgiving that guy. No way, no how, ever, ever, ever. Um, the harms done there were so intense I could never 
forgive them. Well, you may not understand what forgiveness is because uh, I may tend to, you may be surprised. I may tend to agree with you yeah. based on what you think forgiveness really is. Um, forgiveness is not, a, is not a la- giving a person a la- license mm-hmm. to continue in their behavior. That's not what forgiveness is. But we're going to talk about a little bit more about that uh, here in a few minutes. Um, I was at a, I was at a, a 12 step meeting. I won't say which one, um, but a 12 step meeting the other day. Um, and I was absolutely appalled. I could not believe what was coming out of people's mouths. It was, I thought, you know, the only difference between that meeting and sitting in a bar was there wasn't any booze and there wasn't any narcotics. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And, and the thing that appalled me was members of a faith-based recovery group that I attend on a regular basis were also there, and they were the ones that were spewing out profanity. I mean, it was, and it wasn't a, you know, a word here or there. It wasn't a slip. It was just brutal. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to do another show on God and the potty mouth. We did that a couple <laughs> years ago. Remember that, Bruce? Yes. Um, and I don't get it. I don't get it. If, 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 if God is doing for you what you cannot do for yourself, and, and you really have turned your will and your life over um, to, to God, then you would think that some of the stuff coming out of your mouth would change. You know, the Word of God says, out of the abundance of the heart— the mouth speaks. I understand hitting your thumb with a hammer. I understand being so angry and so frustrated. You fall back into some of some of the words you use. I get that. But just normal everyday language, it being just woven throughout your speech. I gotta, I gotta wonder what's going on there. So, so be prepared because one of these days, not in the too near future, this is going to be a topic again, because we haven't done it in a few years. Um, and I, we might, we might, we might get some, I think I may put it up on Facebook and see what people say. I know I'll get a That'd lot of responses, you know, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you know, come on folks, if you're getting better, if you're growing and maturing, isn't that more than just not drinking and using? I would hope so. And if you're not drinking and using, what's your excuse? For doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If nothing's changed, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed, nothing's changed. Yeah. Amen. And I'm not saying it to be to be condemn anybody yeah. or anything. It's just a question. It's just a question. I don't I don't get it. Somebody help me understand. Well, I uh, wonder if people if there aren't people other people in the group that is sold us short by not confronting them, by not talking to them outside the group. Mm-hmm. And saying, What's up with this? Yeah, saying, Hey, yeah. listen, man, I was listening to you and really had a really strong message and then that filth started coming out and i couldn't hear it no more couldn't yeah. hear the message mm-hmm. yeah and it's so socially acceptable these days it's just out of control sometimes there you I, go yeah and there, and there's certain words i don't know about you guys but there are certain words some words kind of yeah, but stu- did, did you hear what she said it's so socially acceptable yeah People don't catch it like they used to, I don't think. And yeah. I'm no queen, you know. I'm, right. I'm Italian. There's going to be, you know, F-bomb periodically coming out of me. So I know I still have work but to do. But it's not part of your, it's not part of your everyday. No. Only when I get really up. 
worked up. But none of these people were angry. None oh. of these people were frustrated. They were just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. We'll talk about it more in the future. <laughs> anyway, so there's my little bugaboo for this week. Yes, indeedy. All right. I'd um, add to it, but I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. That'd be a fun show. And by the way, let me just say, I'm not any better than anybody else just because those things don't come out of my mouth. Because, you know, they can. I'm I'm, I'm eligible, too. Yeah. You, you know, I can say a profane word and it not be a cuss word. I can put you down and slice you up oh, and, yeah. and, and it can be profane. You know, um, profanity doesn't necessarily mean it's one of the typical deadly seven ones or whatever mm -hmm. that, you know, the FCC doesn't want us to say. Uh, it can be other stuff, too, as well. Um, okay, so we're going to have some fun. Uh, we usually have trivia right now, but we're going to do something a little different. You ready? Yes. This is in honor of Tony being with us. Here we go. That's correct, friends. It's time for Take 12 Recovery Radio's Stupid Is As Stupid Does News. That's right. And uh, Stupid Is As Stupid Does, I don't know that these things are necessarily <clears throat> stupid. Maybe, maybe some of them are. Um, but these are the nine craziest things that have ever happened at a McDonald's restaurant. Oh, I think I really love this. <clears throat> okay, so here's and, and we'll play them and then and then we'll we'll talk <laughs> about them. Uh, here's number one. One lucky couple, Greg and Stacy Terry, got the best deal ever from a McDonald's in Hermitage, Tennessee. When they bought what they thought was breakfast, when they opened the white paper bag for their food, they instead found thousands of dollars in clear deposit bags. Stacy said that the second that Greg said it was their deposit, my first response was, let's get in the truck and take it back. Their conscience would prevent them from keeping the money. After returning it, they received a thank you from the manager. That's it? A thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> you better believe he was oh, wow. thankful. Don't put the deposit money in no. the McDonald's bag. No. Right? You guys don't do that, right? You do do that. <laughs> well, if we put it in a bag, but something like that, and I won't say names or who or when. Right, right. You know, confidential reasons. Yeah. But um, it's... Come pretty close to something top. like that happening. Uh, okay, it did, but yeah, they did, did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why when you played it, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but they did the same thing. They did the nice thing. Now, my my question is, is in that in the news report on that, they said their first response was, "Let's take it back," and I'm like, now tell the truth. Yeah, no, that, well, <laughs> I would have. I know a lot of people wouldn't have. Now the old me wouldn't have. Yeah, new me. Just my flesh would have thought. For at least a second. Oh, yeah. wow. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Shopping. You know, I would have taken mm. it back these days, but I would. it would have crossed my mind. I think it's only human. <laughs> I feel so blessed in my situation, you know, today that uh, I don't know that I could keep it. Yeah. I, I couldn't keep it. I couldn't yeah. keep it either. I couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something about... You know, you when you've been blessed the way mm -hmm. we have and been given the things that we've been given. Right. You know, how can we honor God if we do that? Right. I know. <laughs> Pretty difficult. Pretty difficult. Exactly. Yeah. All right. No. Here's number two. 
Sometimes it's best you just wait in line. On September 14, 2008, security cameras in a McDonald's restaurant captured what appeared to be just a man arguing with a young female teenager while waiting in line. It's reported that the argument was over a spot in line. All of a sudden, the man attacks her, hitting the teen in the face multiple times. The woman got treatment for her injuries, while the assailant got away and remains unprosecuted for the assault. That's horrible. Yeah. Do they not have security cameras in the? Well, oh they did. God. They 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 did. They did. Oh, they, they, okay. they didn't, couldn't catch the guy, but they filmed it. Jesus. And I saw the the, the report. This he, he just starts wailing on this kid. Oh my god. Because he was, you know, didn't want to. That's horrible. Didn't, didn't like his place in line or something like that. You know, that. see, mm-hmm. in an instant like that, the Italian would come out. I mean, I jumped the no, counter. You would you would have been on fire, oh, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's number three. Some people like bacon. Some people really like bacon. Shanika Torres definitely falls into the latter category. In February 2014, Shanika and an unnamed female friend ordered a couple bacon cheeseburgers from a McDonald's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. As they began eating their burgers, they noticed they had no bacon. After calling and complaining to the manager, they were told they could get free replacements next time. Returning later that night for their free bacon cheeseburgers, they again got regular cheeseburgers. Shanika was so enraged, to the point that she pulled pulled out a pistol and <gasps> fired it through the drive-through window luckily not hitting anyone she would be arrested shortly thereafter at her home now that's liking bacon <laughs> way too much <laughs> i have no words for that one what? that is <laughs> shanika shame on you jesus she was trying to shoot a <laughs> shanika needs some help <laughs> i know <laughs> He's going to BA. That is like, you'll die for bacon. That's horrible. Oh, gee whiz. All right, here's number four. You can't do that. Virginia Maiden, a resident of Kennewick, Washington, had woken up to discover her vehicle, a 1995 Toyota 4Runner, had been stolen. Distraught, Virginia made it to the McDonald's where she worked via public transportation. Luck would be on her side. Around 3 p.m. that same day, she called the police as her stolen vehicle was in the drive-thru line. Driver <laughs> Catherine York was arrested before she could make it out of the parking lot. A male passenger would also be detained, but released as he was found to be unconnected. <laughs> now, that's great. You'd have to work at a McDonald's for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, my God. I ha- Oh. <laughs> I just want to hug this poor soul. It's okay. <laughs> All right, uh, here's number five. Jesus. A Florida man is facing prison time in Naples for stealing some soda. Homeless man Mark Abair reportedly walked into a McDonald's, asked for a water cup, and filled it with soda instead. The manager confronted Abair, asking him to pay the $1 for the drink. An argument arose. Police were called, and Mark was arrested. Turns out he had a few warrants for prior oh petty God. theft, <laughs> which the officers used to up the charge from a misdemeanor to a felony. Mm. Ouch. Well, you know, if you've got other warrants out, beware. Your sin will find you out. Yeah, he was meant to be caught. <laughs> and McDonald's just may help in that procedure. <laughs> we have had those instances, but I don't think I've ever had an instance where they've like had warrants. But yeah, right. 
Right. It, it was that dude's time, bro. It was, it was that. that it, it was time. his time. <laughs> yeah, he walked through the golden arches into incarceration. Adjacial. Couldn't yeah. we just forgive him? <laughs> right. <laughs> then he wouldn't have made it on the show today. Can you imagine? <laughs> what are you in for, stealing pop? Yeah. <laughs> stealing soda. Oh yeah, my word. Having, showed up having a forgiving spirit doesn't mean right. that you can let him continue get away with it. Right. Dinner. Right. All right. Yeah, here's the next one. <clears throat> Two men in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, got more than upset when they felt that their cheeseburgers were quite messed up. Police responded to a scene called in by McDonald's workers when they apprehended Sean Mosey and Chris Slate while they were trashing the place, <gasps> including throwing a brick through the window of the establishment oh, with no real motive for this crime. It was presumed to be out of anger, all because of their food being wrong. I, you know, and that is Man. so wrong. What, what, what can be that wrong with a burger? You're gonna go that to you're jail gonna for do it. That. The only yeah. time that I'm gonna break a window is when I throw the hamburger through it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These people have issues. Now, I've never been to a McDonald's. God. McDonald's now I'm scared where... to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been yeah. to a McDonald's where the hamburger was hard enough to break a window, but I have eaten at some restaurants where the hamburger was that bad. Right? I had a McMuffin mm. the other day, and it, I'm telling you, was. So hard around the edges that I finally had to throw it in the trash. Oh, Tony would have give, given you. A, yeah, a I would have helped you. Yeah, I don't know that Tony worked there. <laughs> 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 and I wasn't going to take it back. You know, here I'm nibbling around the edges like a rat. See, now I want to make it right. I'm going to make that right for you. I promise you, I will do that. So let me let me, let me ask you before we go to the next one. I, I'm just curious because I've always wondered about this. I know how it was with the Taco Bells that I managed, but. <laughs> Um, back in the day when they were actually clean and got your order right, Taco mm -hmm. Bell is the worst, the worst um, for getting your order wrong. Yeah. Uh, but but and it doesn't matter where you go in the country. Yeah, it's like a u unified thing with them. <laughs> it's weird. Um, and I and people I know people complain about getting their order wrong at McDonald's, but mm -hmm. you t tell you what, I could count on my one hand in in my sixty years of life yeah. when McDonald's has got my order wrong. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell, every single time. I am telling you, but. Is 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 it better and fresher, I guess, to get your food when it's busy, when things are being cooked and sent out really fast, or is it better when it's slowed down to get your food? Well, I mean, and the the irony with that, it's like either or. We don't let it sit. We right. We have times we have we actually have sheets they fill out. Right. And when they time out, it's. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes where maybe the fries sometimes are a little cold, but we make it up and, you know, make fresh batch and everything. So you know, our stores, our four stores are really on top of that food quality and freshness and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. 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 Good. And, right. But, you know, you're always going to have that, that little mishap happen and then all we can do is just make it right. So most people that order no salt to their fries, they're they're going after hot fries. They're going they? after hot fries, right? And right. when it's busy, I mean, it does. They don't sit there at all. I mean, even when no. it's not, we time them out. But right, yeah. Right. When you right. when you do the no salt fries, sometimes and there are like with me, I've had to change to like a low salt diet. I have not been perfect at it, but right. you know there are those instances. But nine times out of ten, they just want hot. They fries. just want hot fries. Yeah. All right, here's the yeah, next. That's one. my son-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. 
A nine-year-old boy oh, robbed Lord. other children of their cell phones at a McDonald's in Chicago, Illinois. Mind you, this is after he and three other children had previously carjacked a Pontiac Sunfire <gasps> at Rifle Point the week before. One of the three other children would have charges brought up against them. The nine-year-old and other two children would escape, getting away from the law for yet a second time in a week. Where are these people's mamas? <laughs> Nine years old. Nine year olds. Stick them up. Give me your phone. I would whap the kid if it was my kid. Good God. <laughs> my parents. You know, you, parent. say, you say that, and I think one of the big problems that we have today are the parents are afraid to confront their children. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Me and Walter, everybody knows him anyways, doesn't matter. We get into that dispute a lot because I parent and he tends to... I'm sorry. Not be parent. the best friend. <laughs> yeah. And the differences between you can't our kids be your kids are best friend. I'm no. not saying one's better than the <clears throat> other, you know, right. but kind of it's the truth when you parent your kids grow up sure way differently. Sure. Sure. All right. A parent friend or an adult, but you have to know when to be. You, you, right. you have to say who's the adult in this situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you bet. All right, here's this one. A McDonald's worker in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, was arrested for selling heroin through the drive-thru window inside Happy Meals. With the established secret phrase, I'd like to order a toy. Police <laughs> were able to make the arrest of Shania Dennis at the oh McDonald's while she was working both her jobs. Investigations would lead to the discovery of 10 bags of the drug in the Happy Meals and 50 more on Shania herself. <laughs> She was she was working. That was a happy meal. She, she was on her job. That was, that was a happy meal. I have no words for that one. I heard about it, but I didn't hear everything. Oh, my oh gosh. girl, girl, it ain't worth it, girl. Go home. Here we go. On July 18th, 1984, James 84. Oliver Huberty left his home, telling his wife, Etna, society had its chance. I'll be going hunting, hunting humans. He then went to the local McDonald's and began what was to be the largest single-day, one-person massacre to date. James began by opening fire inside the building, where around 30 people were working or dining, before he began to shoot at people outside. The rampage met its conclusion when a SWAT sniper, Chuck Foster, took James down, but not before he would claim the lives of 21 individuals, ranging from 8 months to 74 years old. I remember that one. I remember that. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. The largest uh, one-person massacre to date. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I've never mm. been speechless before, but I'm like... I, yeah, I, they, that I think up. they shut that McDonald's down. They did. They did because there was just too much yeah. Pain, yeah. pain surrounded around the whole incident. Mm -hmm. God yeah. made them rest yeah. in peace. <clears throat> yeah. So this is kind of a, a good segue into the topic. Yeah. The power of forgiveness. Uh, so let's close out Stupid Is As Stupid Does. <clears throat> Yay. Yay. Oh, no. We've got a commercial. Serene Scene oh. Magazine. We'll be right back. Published for individuals who are seeking knowledge, support, and hope. Addiction is a systemic problem, and the content of Serene Scene reflects the complexity of putting addiction into remission, with special attention given to the loved ones of the addict. And now, here's Andrew Martin, Editor-in-Chief for Serene Scene. I'm Andrew Martin, creator of Serene Scene Magazine. The whole purpose of Serene Scene Magazine is to help people 
help themselves to a long-term quality lifestyle of recovery. Please have a look at some of the technological features that it has, the audio files and the video files that are incorporated into the publication as well. I hope you have fun with it and I hope there's something there for you. Serene Scene, a magazine for long-term healthy lifestyles of recovery. Visit www.serenescenemagazine.com and subscribe today. Men, women, and their families experience tremendous pain and suffering due to the struggles they face from substance abuse and its co-occurring mental health challenges. They need to find a safe place for peace and healing. Therapia Addiction Healing Center was born out of a deep desire to provide that safe and powerful healing environment. Therapia exists to help people recover from addictions by developing and maintaining healthy, meaningful relationships with God, self, and others. To speak with an addiction specialist, call 1-855-652-4325. That's 1-855-652-4325 or visit our website at www.therapia.net. Therapia Addiction Healing Center, restoring lives one step at a time. I want a number six super size with the Sprite and large fries. Mustard ketchup only, please. But don't you forget that cheese. I got a sweet tooth, but I'm in a hurry. Can I get one big McFlurry? Give me one of them sprinkled with some M&Ms. I'm feeling them. Excuse me, man, but baby, can you tell me, did you get that? Was it too fast? Because I don't want to have to come back. No. To the drive-thru, to the drive-thru. Can you hear me? Am I coming in clearly? Cause if it's Mickey D's, then please, I'm grabbing it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Todd Drake Hall with his little rap ditty thing. That's uh, my favorite commercial. Uh, that is such a great. This guy actually pulls up with his family to the drive-thru and does this little ditty. And it went viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know. Um, so McDonald's, well, it was good. It was, it was good. good. McDonald's is not sponsoring the show and is not paying us for any no. of this. But we thought we'd have some fun with that. So let, let's talk about this uh, little incident that happened. No, little incident. Big incident where a guy went absolutely ballistic in McDonald's and took all those lives. Um, pretty hard stuff to forgive, right? Mm. You bet it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but there's power in forgiveness. And some have said that um, the 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 one who's released from the prison that unforgiveness holds isn't so much the person you've forgiven, but you. Right. That that it releases you out of that bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, should we forgive so we'll be released, or should we forgive because we are offering forgiveness to the other person? I mean, there's a lot of different opinions around this kind of thing. There are people that that say. Um, that they forgive, but they kind of keep it up on a shelf just for a rainy day. Take it down and beat you with exactly. it. Take you down and be- beat you with it, right? And then they use the excuse, well, I can't forget. Exactly. Right? <clears throat> and I get the not forgetting. Mm. Things, some things are very, very painful. Yeah. You know, I've got some scars <laughs> from, that are still there. But I don't hold it over the people anymore because it, it, it really is water under the bridge. One in particular, I'm going back to work for an organization that fired me. Now, they fired me. It was my fault. 
But there was a lot of bitterness and unforgiveness there at one point. And now we've reconciled. Yeah. Doesn't mean the scar's not there. No. I remember. You know, but 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 I forgive. So let's talk about <clears throat> forgiveness. And then uh, we'll talk about the ultimate forgiveness here before we close the show. So who wants to launch forth on um, your take on forgiveness? <laughs> I'll go. Okay, Bruce. Just because I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we took that scenario that you started with, because mm-hmm. that's really, really good. Right. And you have families that have lost loved ones and others that have been injured. And uh, why is it important for them to learn to forgive? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I had to carry that sort of burden with me, it would eat me alive. Especially with the kind of personality that I have. Mm-hmm. And understanding who I am, it would just possess me, you know. Right. And there would be things that would happen that would remind me of this or yeah. would bring this up. And then that, because I'm not able to, to forgive, it would just muster inside of me and do things that I just can't even describe. That's mm-hmm. what this unforgiveness, if you don't, if you're not able to forgive, will do to you. You know, that's one of the things I learned in Alcoholics Anonymous when I did the steps, and just who I was, and that <clears throat> maybe I'm going to go to into this thing, Monty, but just give this out. Maybe we're not capable of doing that in and of ourselves. Right. Maybe we need God's help. Yeah. Maybe we need to have Him show us the importance. When I was yet. A sinner. Mm-hmm. When I was nothing and I wanted nothing to do with God, mm-hmm. he forgave me. Yeah. Right. Now, it's when I recognize that and I see that that's what he had done for me that I'm able to turn and extend that grace to another human being. Yeah. See, that same thing. And it's so important and it's important to. For to, to release that stuff that's in me. I just can't tell somebody else it's gone. Right. I just don't believe that. Right. And uh, so that's my little take on why it's important, you know, and what it takes to do it. Well, what, what about the people that would say, well, I'm not God, so I can't forgive like that? Well, I think that they're right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think that should, if if they believe what they're saying and they think that through, it'll show them their importance of having God in their lives. Yeah. Because you can't. You're not God. Yeah. You're not deity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It says, yeah, yeah. That no human being could relieve me of this thing. Right. Okay. The root core of alcoholism is an alcoholism. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just selfish and self-centered. Look what this individual has done to me. Or me. Right. See, and that eats us up. I was about to say, I'm trying to even fathom what some of them, the thought process behind the, the victims and their families. And that, I mean, it. I'm still blown away by the story. Um, I've never heard that one before. But yeah. that has to take a very strong soul to be able to forgive somebody for that how big that was yeah yeah from eight months to what 84 years they said or whatever for the age yeah i mean it doesn't matter how old they were but the 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 
the soul and the belief that they have to give to God when they don't have anything or those loved ones anymore. That, That takes a huge person to be able to do that. And I think I would be capable of it, but I think it would take me a while to like, because I don't want to apologize and then tear the person down at the same time because when you Mm -hmm. do true amends it has to be Mm -hmm. you know you're right you're hitting on something that's very important it's god that still blows me away i'm still trying to it is so it's so horrific Mm -hmm. that even the passerby would be in shock yeah even somebody had no personal identification with any of the victims yeah Mm -hmm. would be in shock you bet and would have a hard time forgiving uh uh or even I mean, forgiving, heck, just just mulling it through your head in some sort of fashion to be able to even go to sleep that night. Uh, Can you imagine, you know, and yet people are holding. And last last week we talked about anger, the difference between anger and resentments. Mm -hmm. People are holding resentments towards things that don't even amount to a hill of beans compared to that. And they've been holding them for centuries, mm-hmm. for decades, 20, 30, 40 years, holding something over somebody's head. And the, that other person isn't losing any sleep. Yeah. 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 Look at a, uh, uh, people that have been molested. Yeah, there's one. And, yeah. they, and they don't know how to forgive. Exactly. And, they have, and all they want to do is say, well, I didn't have anything to do with that. Right. Well, what the person had to do with that is that. They carry it with them. Yeah. And it's either to hold people at bay or to get people to feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. And that's how they use it. Exactly. See, it isn't the act. Right. You know, of course they had nothing to do with that. Right. You see what I mean? But until they learn to forgive and get that off of them, mm-hmm. that's going to stay there and eat them. And it's going to it's gonna be in their relationships mm-hmm. and everything and the way they deal with people. Yeah, we've 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 all been in in relationships with other people, whether it was an ex or a best friend mm-hmm. or an employee or something, where they we really felt <clears throat> they unjustifiably really hurt us, and maybe they did, you mm-hmm. know, maybe that mm-hmm. is absolutely true. That's right, right. Um, and we've struggled with being able to let that go, right, Tony? You, you've you've dealt with. I, I mean, just De- any well, human being sitting in this room would have to say, "Yes, I've dealt with that." You've dealt with it. Well, and it's funny too because I was running the topic through my head all weekend, and bringing this up reminds me of like my first marriage when I was nineteen. He was. Uh-huh. I I don't think people understand how <clears throat> bad the abuse was physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um. It was, it was horrible, and I lost so much weight because he I, I couldn't eat unless he ate first. I mean, that's one of the things. That's wow. how one person can control you. And it has ruined relationships and um, gotten in my way of life, and it wasn't until I did my steps the first time. Right. And actually second and third time, and still sometimes things pop up from that, and I talked to my sponsor about it, but it I, you don't realize how it affects your everyday life. And people are like, oh, it couldn't have been that bad. Or why didn't you just say something? I'm sorry, dude. You're scared. You're scared for your own life, let alone trying to make other people happy. Right, why right. you can't do what See, you she's going to carry that with her. Yes. Yeah. And, and, it, and who's she going to blame? The person mm-hmm. that, is, that assaulted her, the person that did this thing right. to her. See, what we don't understand is we have a flaw. Yeah. And we're supposed to look at that 
and get our eyes off of what the other person had. And why can't we? And then when you see your inability to mm. conquer this thing, it doesn't matter how it happened, but you don't have the ability to conquer it, then you're going to go to God. That's what. That's yeah. part of the steps exactly. showing your need then, for God. Then yeah, you're going right? to go to him and ask him <clears throat> because you're going to see that. So let me read the two pieces in the book yeah. where it, it verifies what we're talking about. And it's wrapped up in these little short sentences, but it's there. Bruce is reading from the uh, big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, I am, if I can find it. Okay, this is from the 10th step. Okay. okay. It says, we go to him with a helpful and forgiving, I mean, the ninth step. We go to him with a helpful and forgiving spirit, confessing our former ill feelings and expressing our regret. See? Mm. So people think we just go and we mouth this thing to people. The amends thing. Right. Yeah. Maybe not, <clears throat> because the steps are about growing and humbling ourselves. Each one is a humbling process, for we can go to God with a different attitude. See, we don't even know how to go to God. Right. <laughs> we, 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 come join me in my plans, Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go do this, so come with me, right. help me. Right. See, that's, <clears throat> that's asking me to join me. So listen to what it says in the next step. You know, yeah. and it says it's it's talking about steps. It's not talking about doing things. It's just what we do, the process we take to have this happen. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. See, that's where you're supposed to get your strength from in your direction. Yeah. Okay. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. Oh, people, that's important. Where do you think that that comes? It's a spiritual program. It's from this spirit that lives within us. And his spirit talks to my spirit. His spirit yeah. doesn't talk to my flesh. Yeah. The right. flesh talks right. to the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Yeah. So yeah. it's important. And there it is, just laid out for you. But see, it's just a couple lines, and it's hard to see it. And even when you read it, you want to talk about it. You want to, you know, have this thing. Is this important to you? Exactly. See, well, I'm telling you the most important thing in my life. I'll do what it takes not to drink, mm -hmm. you know. Right. And he he gives me the ability to do that. <clears throat> I might stop saying that meetings did it and steps did it and sponsors did it. They're all wonderful things. <laughs> but like a higher power. <clears throat> yeah, but they're supposed to be pointing you to the one who can do it. Exactly. Because none of those other things can do it. There you go. The steps are just inked on, inked on paper. People, if they're powerless, they're powerless. So we're talking about God. The forgiveness comes from him. Yeah. Does yeah. it not? Right. No, it does definitely. I don't. I don't have it. You just talked about it. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. But uh, you know. Yeah, and that was, it, it, and it's still hard to comprehend. Like sometimes you have that thought process while you're working steps. Well, why should I have to do all the work? You know, <clears throat> you want to try to pass that blame. Yeah. But like what you said, Monty. It's about cleansing yourself and getting all that poison out, so you can live a healthy life and let God in to where you let yeah. all that darkness out. And that's what people don't understand. It's that's why I am who I am today is because I had to go through all that crap. 
and get all that poison out. And that's why I'm the nice Tony. And, you know, that's why I'm like a best friend. And that's why I can be these things is because now I have a power greater than myself that can help me day by day. I'm not perfect <laughs> at all. I am far from see, perfect. See? And, and that's but it. if it wasn't for him, it, I, I wouldn't be sitting here well, today. Well at said. All. And, well and, said. And, and active alcoholism or active drunk addic a drug addiction is about powerlessness mm -hmm. but recovery yeah. is about power yeah his power mm -hmm. it's about power we got to stop this powerless 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 power. so many people running around powerless you wonder how they even put their shoes on <laughs> you know what i mean this is about power mm -hmm. you know and, and and the power of forgiveness is huge i would say that even tony's position and her advancement has come because of her ability to forgive because mm -hmm. she has God. Yeah. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't believe she's going to give praise to herself for that. She did the work, right. but she did it out of his grace. Mm. I like to give more than take now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now now let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about forgiveness of self. Okay. Mm. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, my this is just my take on it. I don't really have... <laughs> Anything in writing biblically or anything. This is just my little take. Mm. Okay. Um, I sat in 12-step closed-minded discussion meetings for years and heard people say, and still do, by the way, hear people say, well, I can forgive you, but I have a very difficult time forgiving myself. And that's a common phrase. And I, I get it, you know. Um and I got to the point, I'll, I'll tell you what, where I got set free from that. <clears throat> I realized that I don't have the ability, not only do, not, do I not without God, mm -hmm. have the ability to forgive you. I don't have the power to forgive me. I'm not deity. Yeah. I can't pardon me. Mm -hmm. I'm not God. So when I realized that I don't have to forgive me, God's already done that. I stop striving to accomplish it. Mm. And and it's okay. God did it for me already. I think it's because many people haven't, they <clears throat> don't do 10 and 11. <clears throat> you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't grow in their spiritual condition. They don't grow in their trust right. of God. And that's because they're not <clears throat> developing a sense of a need for God. Yeah, But once they do that, and they start to grow, then they 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 see the uh, preciousness of who he is, yeah, exactly. and he, you know, and they want more. Yeah. Do you think that Tony? Let me ask you. Do you think there's something inside of us, though, and maybe it's ego driven, that says, um, "I'm being humble if I don't forgive myself." <laughs> Funny you ask me that. <laughs> it's like a meeting. It's like a meeting. You didn't know you needed the meeting until yeah. you went to it. That's how the show's been. <laughs> well, I, um, and it's funny because I had a little mishap, and I won't go into great detail about okay. it. But, you know, it was a total accident, and it was my fault, you know, and I faced what I had to do because, or based who I had to because that's what my step teach me. Right. It's not all going to be, you know, roses and rainbows and lollipops. You still have to yeah. still do your work in the hard times. And yeah. so I did. I did. And I made an amends that day. But, of course, I had to get the feedback. Right. But um, it took me forever 
to forgive myself. It took it, not forever, but a week in the alcoholic mind feels like forever. <laughs> but you know, I finally I prayed about it a lot and talked to my sponsor a lot and never you know people in the rooms and out of the rooms and at work and they're like, you know, we know you're not that person. It was just a freak accident and you know start loving yourself again. Right. Because that was right <clears throat> after I got presented the award. So I went from one, you know, high right down to like, oh my God, I'm an awful person. I'm the bad uh, Tony again, you know, right, da, 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 right, da, da. right. But that's not true. I'm life is still going to happen. Yeah. Accidents are still going to happen. Granted, I wish God, you know, still, I wish it wasn't the way it did, Yeah. but I, it doesn't take me as long to forgive myself. I wallowed for about a week or two, but yeah. I just said, you know what, <clears throat> all I can do is just walk in with my head held high and just do what I've done. You know, and that's who they love is just me. So I love what she said about it. it a week seems like it forever. Yeah, in the alcoholic in, mind. In the, yeah. al- in the alcoholic <clears throat> mind. But let me ask a question instead of I'll play you. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. If we can't forgive the other person and ultimately forgive ourselves, yeah, how do we make a proper amends? Mm-hmm. Lots of prayer. You can't. No. I don't think you can either. You can't. <laughs> See? Yeah. And so we do these things and we learn mm-hmm. the process. That's why it's important to have a sponsor to talk to, to bounce this thing off of. And, yeah. Hey, you know what? The truth is I do want to kill him and myself too. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, so but these are the kind of things we go through. And then we go through the process and we go to him. Yeah. We yeah. go to him. We go to him. You see what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. We right. trust him. Yeah. And that means we have to trust him. We keep continuing to do the proper thing until that door is open for we can do that proper. Exactly. Hey, ain't that something? Yeah. Now, see, Crazy. We, we, nobody told me <laughs> that's what we were going to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, it's funny, if you really think about it, you know, back in the day, you're like, why, God, why are you doing this? And now you're like, God, help me. It's like two different sides uh, of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the God you thought you had wasn't even a real God. You're just like sick. Yeah. yeah. But now yeah. you have a yeah. real God or a higher power. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So the ultimate act of forgiveness <clears throat> We just we just really celebrated here mm-hmm. on Sunday uh, for many many people in this world um, was the the death on the cross and the resurrection yeah um, where where God came and dwelt among us in the form of a man and sacrificed Himself for our sins because He was without sin and we can't we can't pay for something when we don't have the payment for it. Somebody else had to pay for it. He did that. And then he rose for our justification. Yeah, and and we he, celebrated the resurrection. And if he didn't Sunday. if he didn't rise, our faith is for naught. It's for yeah. naught. It's for naught. And and um and Paul talks about that in Corinthians that that it's 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 useless. Mm-hmm. It's useless. And and so this ultimate act uh of forgiveness that was completely fulfilled at the resurrection, um uh, just blows my mind. I, I mean, you know, and there there are people listening to this show that don't believe in that, and mm. and, and I, I respect your right to not believe in that, but but I, I definitely do believe in that because without that forgiveness, because I'm not deity, 
then I'm just walking around believing believing in just another idol and just another yeah. person and just another you know there's there's no real substance to my relationship mm. with God without the the death and resurrection mm-hmm. uh it, there just isn't it's just like believing in another person again and, and and so um this is a very special week for me because um the power of forgiveness has saved my life yeah, yeah. It's I I had an incident and you know about it where I got into this little tussle and things and tussle yeah tussle that's a cute <laughs> Bruce tussle tussle I'm gonna use that thank you <laughs> so I didn't I didn't want to make amends yeah I was I was right he was wrong mm-hmm. it's all there was to it and you I don't know if it was a pride issue what it was but. I ran to the cross, and I sat there, and I just looked, and I understood that it was my sin that had him there. It was me that was holding him up there, Mm. okay? And all he'd forgiven me for, and if he'd forgiven me, why can't I? And, And then I had to realize that I couldn't in and of myself that he bridged the gap. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he was there. Yeah. So then I turned around and I went to this person and I was able to do it with some sort of forgiving heart and with some sort of sincerity. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. To, to have this done and I did this. Do I still have the scars from it? Definitely. Do I still know it's there? Mm-hmm. You bet. But I think that that's what they're talking about here and that's what it is that we have to do. We cannot do it, Monty. Right. You and me, we've talked many, many times, and I don't care how much we've worked this thing. It yeah. seems that that's where we have to run when mm-hmm. when we recognize it. You know what? I don't want to do it. Exactly. I was going to say, sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, too, because you know you're not wrong, but yet you're still like, I still have to do it for myself, and it takes everything to do that. Yeah. Because, everything. Because in this incident that Bruce is talking about, the guy was wrong. Yeah. How you about betcha. How about this? How about that it isn't ultimately for you? How about ultimately it's for you to be a light in the darkness? For somebody else. For somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, though. I mean, I could, I could. Yeah, Yeah, because see, your lifestyle, the way you are, to, to keep that and to. Just to be this beacon, mm. you're not to be put on the hill with the shade put over you. Yeah. Right. You're supposed to be a beacon. You see what I mean? Light in a dark yeah. place. And you're doing that. Yeah. And see, and the more you do that, the more people want to know what in the world took place in your life. <laughs> and and this is what they, they got an award. They, wait, is it, Why is it an award thing? Here? The Tony Award? Right? Oh, the Tony Club. The Tony Club. Yes. They got a... buttons, these big old buttons. It has it, the Tony Club on them because of her attitude of her attitude of service and patience and so forth they give these employees that Mm -hmm. kind of match up to that they give them they make them members of the tony club my gosh well i yeah they have to um (laughs) we we have a thing called the voice and it's you can go online with numbers so if they get a you know high praise you know, they first get them, and then everything else is like the stars. And I wish I would have brought mine in. I almost did to show them. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, it's an, an, and it's actually working quite well in the stores. And I'm proud of all cool. of them. So Isn't cool. that awesome? 
and and it's funny though because I had actually one person and um come up to me and she's like, you know, we had a person say, you know, we helped you and da da da, and it was like regular third drive through, and I'm like, and any time anybody asked me about my award or give me praise, I'm like. You know, one team, one dream. It's not just me who did it. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. And I never single myself out. You know, sometimes, you know, I do pat on the back. Of, but after the first initial time, it was my team, too, who helped me get right. where I was. So right. I always thank my team whenever somebody mentions my award and everything. Well, you guys, we're out of time. And no. we're, we're get, I know. My it fast. went too fast. I know, Tony. <laughs> Tony, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Um and, and and we'll be having you back uh, again. So so I look forward to that. And we'll make you bring in all your awards and things, and you can wear them. And <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, listen, uh, this song is by Hillary Roberts. Uh, there are people out there that need forgiveness. They need they need to know that that through the power of God, um, they can be forgiven. And they're hurting. Mm-hmm. And they're hurting bad. And some of them look real good. Mm-hmm. They're not the guy eating out of the dumpster. No. Maybe they are, but but a lot of times they're not. They're they're the attorney in the high rise. They're yep. the CEO of a major corporation. Uh, there are people that need us to reach out, and if yeah. not you, then who? Yeah. We are his hands and his feet, and uh, it, it is it is vitally important that we remember that for for whom much has been forgiven, much is expected. It really, really is. So here's Hillary Roberts with our closing song, Reach Out. She wakes up every morning Going through the same routine Coffee and her nicotine In her eyes there's a story A broken home that she's been through Left alone for someone new And she All she wants is to believe, reach out.
Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with Tony and Bruce, and we're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of Take 12 Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.